Hello and welcome to the Bristol Lowdown, the podcast that gives you all the inside info about student life at Bristol University. I'm Fergal Maguire, a second year history student, and I'm here with Burst Radio to give you conversations between me and key people in our university in the hopes that we can answer the questions you haven't even thought of yet. Or maybe you have. Listen and immerse yourself in the Bristol University experience. So much of being at university is not necessarily about your academic studies. Uni is, in a sense, a rite of passage for some people. And for some of us, what goes on outside of the lecture theatres is perhaps where we develop most as human beings and as people. There is a huge amount of support within the Students' Union outside of academia. So today we are joined by Ruth Day, the Student Living Officer, and Roy Karori, the International Student Officer. So a warm welcome to both of you. Um, and I guess I wanted to start off by asking Ruth, um, as the student living officer, this is quite a general question, but what kind of experience are you trying to create for, um, for our university students in, in, in halls, especially in first year? It's actually just trying to build a community where, you know, everyone can support each other and feel comfortable. And obviously a big part of that is around the, the physical space, the physical accommodation. So we're doing like a lot of work on um, just like generally like affordability and stuff, because obviously affordability does affect affect you, but also just the quality of it. But then the other side of that is the community building. So ensuring that, you know, people can connect to each other, be that in halls, you know, via JCR or different community building building events which um, we work with Resi Life on or just generally like um, societies and sort of that sort of like community building that we provide and like sort of create space for within the SU but yeah, I just say essentially we just want everyone to everyone to feel like you know they have people around them they have a community around them but also that they're part of one big student community which is which is the aim yeah for sure and I was going to ask you um specifically uh, as if uh, for first years joining us this year who are wondering what um, input or say they can have in, in how their halls are managed or, or what events are put on in their halls. I mean, to what extent can um, a first year joining us this year have, have a say in that sense? They're going to have a big say because I'm in November, I think it's November, October time. Um, there'll be elections for JCR. So every hall or group of halls will have a JCR and you can run and there's, they're the people who, you have a voice in SU democracy but you also, you determine sort of what events you want to run. So all of the fun things that you see in halls are pretty much run by the JCR. And then there's the opportunity for first years to get involved in that and basically create sort of the halls experience that they want to see. Sure. Um, and Roy, um, as the international um, students officer, I mean, first of all, do you want to tell us a bit about um, yourself? So where, you know, as an international student, where you're from and, and also, I guess, also about your role as the international student officer? Um, well, where I'm from, I'm Kenyan. And my role as an international student officer is quite nice in that it feeds into a lot of the work that all the other officers do. But in a nutshell, what my role is basically advocating for the interests um, and like the wants and needs of international students, kind of championing inclusion to make sure that they feel like they're part of everything that's going on in the university, um, basically campaigning against any discrimination or barriers that they could be facing. Um, and then 
within the students' union, there are networks that are run by students, whether it be the LGBT network, whether it be the trans network, Caleb and Australian students, BME. And I think we have between 16 and I think it's moving up to 18 this year. And one of those networks is the International Students Network. Um, and as these networks have chairs, I kind of manage all the general activity. Me being a sabbatical officer, I kind of sit on top of the chair to again kind of offer that extra layer of support. So again, seeing how I can help the International Students Network just thrive and kind of be a good mechanism for creating community. Um, so that's essentially what my job is. For sure. And, and I guess that community um, um, idea is so essential to, to, for, for students at university because it's a daunting prospect. And to feel like, you know, you, you do belong is, is so, so important for your, for your well-being and also for, for everything else. And I mean, what, Roy, what advice specifically would you have for international students in terms of perhaps well first of all we can split this up into getting involved in sport or, or academia or you know cultural you know, cultural social events that kind of thing i'd say um if i can kind of work backwards in terms of the cultural sort of events um we're quite fortunate that the students union has 45 international culturally recognized or culturally identifying groups um that span across the globe anything from mexican culture society all the way to malaysian singaporean students association so really try and get involved in those societies they work really really hard to try and put on events that students not only enjoy but also find very beneficial and, and can make some really meaningful and great connections through that. In terms of academics, I'd say really try utilize your personal tutor. Besides obviously doing all the additional work that they do, their role as a personal tutor is to really help you develop and make sure that you are on track to achieve all your targets and your milestones that you're wanting to achieve. So really try and utilize them. All they want to do is help um, as everyone else does in the whole university background and in the students' union. And in terms of sport, I'd say give it a go sessions right at the start of term are really, really great. You get to try out as many sports as you want. There's no kind of competitive or scary atmosphere to it. Just give it a go, see how you feel about it. The people there are like really fun. They just want to help you understand the sports and the games that you're playing. Um, and really just try and connect with people on social media. The group, most, most of these sports groups have social media, whether it be like WhatsApp group chats or Facebook group chats or Facebook pages. So try and just keep in the loop of everything that's going on. And yeah, literally, it's, it's quite a lot of information that kind of floods at you. So obviously, I'm, I'm quite cognizant that it may seem like a lot, but try and take on as much as you can and the experience will, will, will become fun with that. Absolutely. And, and the, um, you mentioned sport and the Give It A Go sessions, which this year, I think for the first time um, ever, they're going to be held over the course of a month. And I think it's really, there's definitely something to say for students and international students and, and I guess all students to really um, almost take the leap of faith in, in terms of trying something new and, and, and sports in that sense, because it really pays off, not just in terms of the activity itself, but of meeting people, I guess. Um, and I guess my next question is for both of you, which is, um, how can you know people listening now, like first years or, or even beyond, how can they get in touch with you two and, and the networks and platforms that you run? Um, and you know, through what platforms can they get in touch with you? For myself, as I'm sure would be the same for Ruth, um, you can either reach us on our emails, which are pretty easy to find on the whole Microsoft Outlook platform that the university uses. Um, if not, social media is always a friend for us all. Facebook, I'm very easily contactable. Yeah. My name is Roy Kiruri. <laughs> You'll find me um, like a picture and the back of like a pickup truck in a safari. So you me um and yeah literally preferably those two mechanisms but even if you happen to have my number <laughs> drop me a message um but yeah. and i guess also roy as um if in for international students um who are joining us um 
And what advice would you have for getting jobs, I guess? Because as an international student in a, um, in a new country and a new culture, and are there, are there ways that, um, you know, the university have made, have made that easier? Are there forums that international students can access? And, and what would you have to say to that? I'd say the university are working really hard to try and increase the offering to international students, both given what COVID's brought up, but also in terms of how particularly difficult it is for international students to find jobs. I'd say if it, with regards to part-time work, two resources that would be really, really useful to any student in Bristol, but more so international students, would be indeed.co.uk and studentjob.co.uk. Um, they have a plethora of jobs that would be available in Bristol and also just more widely and in terms of um, like further work, graduate work, I'd say go to a lot of the talks and a lot of the webinars that the career service is running. They educate you both in terms of trying to get a role with a company under a tier two visa, which means that you're sponsored, or under the proposed graduate group visa, which means you'll be able to stay for two years after you finish your degree. And that'll be hopefully coming into effect in summer 2021 for the people that will be graduating from that period. Um, so I'd say use all these kind of um, pieces of information, these mechanisms to your advantage. Um, and yeah, it, the, the the journey to getting a job in the UK is slowly but surely getting much easier and much better for international students. And that two-year extension is, I mean, that's huge because the having that time and that space, both, both mentally, but also the actual time and space itself will, can, can really be so beneficial in, in, in I guess, searching for a job because it can be a really kind of cutthroat, um, you know, tense thing to do. Um, so that, yeah, that's, that's a really great thing that's just happened, I guess. And um, the next question is for, for both of you, but maybe more specifically for Ruth. Um, I mean, how, you know, the elephant in the room, how is the coronavirus pandemic going to affect student living? And, 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 and in what ways are you kind of hoping to, or aiming to mitigate the, the effects it does have on, on students? <clears throat> Um, so it means that students um, in halls, they're going to be in living circles. So they'll be in, I think it's like groups of like up to 30 in their halls. Where the, so they can interact with people in living circles without social distancing. But outside of those living circles, they have to social distance when they meet up. So obviously it's going to be a bit strange because, I mean, I'm sure when all of us experienced freshers, it was you literally just came into contact with hundreds of people. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be a bit different this year. But yeah, so just making sure like doing like those community building events within living circles ensuring I think Resi Life are doing quite a lot of like online like online provision and us at the SU we're running a number of mingles which I think started last week so people from like the different networks and different um things for example I'm doing a student houses mingle today very exciting people like in the Hawthorns or any of the student houses the uni owns so yeah it's sort of just moving everything online but also you know students do have that living circle provision which hopefully will mean that you know it's not like they're not going to be able to see anyone yeah and I think it's also worth saying that um I mean whilst we can't deny that things are going to be different um but it's it's really worth saying that to, to students that um things are still going on you know things are still happening and things are still in place um and I guess Ruth again more if we had to if I had to kind of really ask you what things specifically to have, have University of Bristol put in place, um, you know, given that most, like, you know, for example, a lot of venues are, are closing quite early and, and, you know, even just things like the fact that there are socially distant sit-down events. I mean, do you, do you know of any other um, things that Bristol University put in place for students, uh, especially during this first, first month of their university experience? 
It's mostly just a lot of like moving all of the events that would happen normally online. And like, you know, the SU, for example, I've been thinking very kind of like, I don't know, I can't think of the word, but they've been thinking outside the box about how to run these events. It's not like it's just going to be on Zoom. Like they've actually, we actually like invested in different programs so we can run all these things sort of that they seem more normal. So we've got this yeah. really cool program, which the Mingles are on, where it's basically like online, online like tables and stuff, which is actually quite cool. Sure. So instead of it just being on Zoom and all of that. Yeah. And it's just, you know, lots of extra support trying to ensure that like communications to students are really, really clear because obviously everything's very, very confusing. No, and, and everyone seems to be getting, yeah, like a thousand emails a day from, from oh, yeah. so many people. <laughs> Um, and Roy, as, um, what are there specific forums or, or, or groups or, or ways of, of international students meeting other international students that you, that you know of? I'd say the most essential one would probably be through the International Students Network, because I think they collate both a lot of the events that are being run by the international like cultural societies, but also in terms of their own campaigns, forums and events, um, which are, are quite plentiful. So I'd say the most ideal way would be to follow the International Students Facebook page um, and that that kind of now opens the doors to a lot, a lot of the things that would be both relevant to international students, but also really interesting for them to know. Such as what kind of events, you know, what kind of events do, 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 do they run? So in the past, things that have been run have been things like karaoke, things that have been on um, on the program, but things such as trips to cultural sites, such as Cheddar Gorge. So obviously, because that won't really be taking place, we'll have to be adapting things to now play games such as like Kahoot and that type of thing. Um, mm. I'd say another really useful platform for international students to try and engage with is a global lounge because um, they ran something called a language cafe where basically many students from like different cultural backgrounds and different linguistic skills um, actually come together and you, you learn different languages, say it's like someone's like Russian, someone's like Spanish, someone's like French, and you all kind of learn like very brief conversational bits and pieces of language. Um, so it's, it's a great way for both international students bonding, but also home students to come and now learn a bit about someone else's culture. So I'd say the Global Lounge are, are doing fantastic work right now, and international students should really be trying to look and see what they're getting up to also. And how how has it been for you um, coming to like a new country and a new culture and, and and how I guess how has that you know changed and, and, and helped and or you know affected you as a person um, in terms of you know your you know, life in general? I think being an international student, getting to study in a different places. It's both quite daunting, but also really enriching in that you you kind of get thrown into this completely different environment where, you know, the culture is different. Sometimes the language is completely different. The way things operate is more often than not different. But at the same time, it gives you this much wider worldview um, and it exposes you to so much that kind of grows you as a person. So alongside your studies that are obviously helping you academically you're coming in contact with people you may have not been able to, you know, interact with before. You're coming, you're becoming used to concepts that you maybe have not had a chance to think about before. So I think overall it's been, it's kind of been like a few scary steps, but very many encouraging and an upward kind of trend. It's, it's been a, it's been a very valuable experience. And once you kind of get over the kind of initial fears of this is all so new um, and you kind of take any, everything in your stride and you kind of take the challenges along with you, um, then you can, then you can really make the most of the experience. And I, I've enjoyed it thoroughly so far. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, if, if both of, so this question, yeah, for both of you, but if, if you were, um, to cast your minds back to back in the day when you were in the first year, um, and, and, um, you know, with, well, I guess with the benefit of hindsight, 
what what advice do you have for first years um you know joining us this year both you know um in dealing with a new virtual freshers week i guess but also maybe in a wider sense of of you know things perhaps you wish you'd done differently or would if you know what, what advice would you have I kind of wish I just wasn't so scared. Like, I was this little scared freshman, just like, <laughs> everyone's going to hate me. But actually, everyone's in the same boat as you. Everyone just yeah. wants to make friends. So literally everyone you talk to is going to be nice to you. I think to kind of add to that, um, not be scared and take risks and take advantage of things. Because there are many things that's like, oh, I'm, I'm not ready to do that. Or I don't feel like I'm the right person to do that. When, I mean, everyone at uni is kind of just trying new things, seeing whether it works, seeing whether it doesn't, seeing how they can improve. So literally, even if you have the most minute interest in something, go for it. You, you don't know if it, if it could be something you'll enjoy. I mean, prime example, in second year, I decided I want to try a new sport. I picked up Muay Thai. I did not know how to do Muay Thai. Those first, like, month, the first month was terrible. I was just getting battered and the fitness was horrendous. But once I got used to it, it was so much yeah. fun. And I was starting to now, you know, get better technique, better fitness, um, better like mental awareness. And it was just because I, I decided to take that leap of faith. So honestly, just try anything and everything. Also try not to put too much pressure on yourself in first year. Obviously you are here for a degree, but at the same time, it is okay to enjoy first year a bit. It probably is the period you'll be enjoying a lot more before things count. Yeah, remember it doesn't count as well. Mm. Don't like, don't go what? Yeah, don't push yourself too hard and burn out with your academics. You, this year's like you finding your feet and stuff and working out how uni works and also like getting your brain used to uni grading. Because I remember my first exams, I was like, oh my gosh, like I got like a 60. That's really bad. I'm like, no, Ruth, that's a 2 1. That is really good. It's just, you gotta kind of like change your, you just gotta get used to like, yeah as as a concept and this year is for you to get used to it and you'll try things definitely and you'll make mistakes and all of that but it's i think i think yeah like like both of you said perfectly don't don't put too much pressure on yourself and and just you know do do dive into as much things as possible because there is such a huge amount on offer whether you know for for you know for whoever whether it's academic societies or sports societies or music or drama um and the facilities within the sur are amazing as well so i guess yeah like you both said um just just you know don't be too hard on yourself and and have a good time um but i just want to say yeah so thank you so much to to ruth and roy for for coming on to the show and speaking to us today um and thank you for listening to the bristol lowdown uh until next time bye bye 